Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hey, you got a second, Coach? Let me ask you something. Coach Z, he just walked by. Stick on the headset. I mean, maybe I'm breaking this news to you. Have you seen the uh, the uh, men's basketball opponents that was just released for 2023-2024? Uh, no, I hadn't seen it yet, but I knew it was supposed to come out this week. Yep. Not lined up with the date yet, I don't think. All right, here's the uh, home and home. I'll get So we get your initial reaction, or do you already know? Have no, you been three weeks? of them will be the same every year. That's Missouri, LSU, and Texas A&M. Yeah, you nailed that. And then there will be uh, two more. There will be two more, and that rotates. So I don't know. I don't think it'll be Kentucky because we just did them, so it'll probably be Georgia or Florida. Um, it won't be Tennessee. Um, so, I mean, it could be South Carolina. It could be Vanderbilt. It could be Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama. So if I was to bet you 20 bucks, it was Kentucky, you, you would uh, bet me? Since we just played them twice, I wouldn't think. But, you know, maybe they said, hey, that's a great TV game. Let's make them do it again. So you're telling me we got Kentucky twice again. Kentucky twice That's again. great. That's great news for us because we need the schedule. You need you need to play good people. Wes, I don't know how good Kentucky's going to be. They've got these good young freshmen. This is an era of older kids, San Diego State, Florida Atlantic's uh, older teams. They, 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 they bail the most hay in March. And, boy, you know, just the other day, Kentucky had eight scholarship guys. And, and five of them are incoming freshmen. The, the, the great freshman classes of one and duns and dominating in, in the nation with the transfer portal, those days are over. And that's why Coach Cal has struggled. Kentucky has uh, not, not been as good as Kentucky as they've been, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't been to a Final Four in a long time. So that's good for us. And uh, I will say this, they had a huge win in Bud Walton last year. They came in and beat us. That was a huge win for Kentucky. Coach Cal's had a good career. but So we got LSU and then we got uh, Missouri. And uh, Texas A&M and Kentucky and one more Georgia. There you go. You, you nailed that. One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're. Uh, That's you're, a good one because you can. You know, we got a good chance hopefully to sweep those guys. Your four home game only will be against Auburn, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt. That's yeah. Tennessee home only. That's good. Auburn is a tough place to play. That's good home uh, only. Alabama. We have struggled there. Coach Muss has struggled there. there. Oh, we do go to Alabama. Yeah, the four oh. home were Auburn, South Carolina. Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Okay. It's good to play Vandy at home. It's a weird place, and they played very well against us last year. So that's good. That's good home games there. The traveling games are Alabama. That's a tough one. Florida, Ole Miss, Beard, yeah, and Mississippi State. Yeah, and, you know, Mississippi State, throughout our history, we've struggled there. That has not been a good place for us to play. Ole Miss, we generally go in there. We've about 50-50 winning, especially since they've opened a little small arena. We've done well there. Uh, Alabama is a, t- a tough place to go. And then what about we have South Carolina at home, you home. said? Because I think they'll be decent. I think they'll be decent. They're not going to be an NCAA tournament team, but they'll be decent. It's good to get them at home. So initial reaction to the well, schedule? I think, it, I think it's very good. Uh, so much what we do comes down to those three teams that we play every year, Wes. And somebody like me, I'd like to go 6-0 and or 5-1 and against those, but you generally don't. So let's go 4-2. and But, you know, you'd like to – Let's, let's try to go beat Missouri twice. They're going to have a brand-new team. LSU was at the bottom of the league last year, although they had a win against us. And then A&M's tough. Yeah. We generally beat A&M at home. We generally lose at A&M uh, with, with Coach Muss and Buzz. That's been the deal. We beat them in Fayetteville. They beat us there. And then Kentucky, uh, 
Rupp was, I've never seen Rupp like it was last year. It was about half empty, and there was just not a lot of excitement. And we went in there and, and smacked them. So, you know, you got a chance to, to have some, to stack up some wins. Help me with the uh, transfers coming in. Who, who do I need to be excited about? Well, I really like Khalif Battle. He rises about two and a half feet up on his jump shot. He elevates. He can shoot it. I like Jeremiah Davenport when I saw him the other day. He's about 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and he can step out and shoot pretty deep. Uh, I just watched him play once. L. Ellis is really good. He's not been on good teams, so this is perfect for Coach Muss. He's, he's listening to everything Coach Muss says, and Mo, Coach Muss can coach him hard, get on him, whatever he needs, and you've not been winning. Now you got to listen to me, and you can win. You can win big because you're a tiny 6'3", 6'4". He's a good-sized guard, Wes. Uh, Ellis is an athletic, big guard. He's just been on. I mean, Louisville, the great history of with 4-28. and 28. That's awful. That is awful. Yeah. And so he's got to get a winning mentality going for himself. Um, Tremont Mark, he can really play. He's got a little hitch in his shot, and he can really shoot it. You remember how Jamal Wilkes had a had that corkscrew that played for the Lakers, that corkscrew jumper, but he made it. Yeah. He was a great shooter. I'm not saying Mark shoots it as good as Jamal Wilkes, and he doesn't corkscrew it like that, but he goes up with his left hand, and he kind of throws his elbow, and you, the first time you see it, like, ooh, that's a little hitch. And then he makes it, and he shoots it the same way. He's got a repeatable shot. He shoots it the same exact way with that same little hitch. And he was Houston's best player, our fourth best player last year. And the other guys are NBA guys. Mark's, he can, Mark can be here for two years. So he's going to be really good. But all those guys, Battle, Ellis, Davenport, Mark, those are older guys. These are 22, 23-year-old guys. Um, you know, you could, you're going to put Mikel out there. I mean, Mackay out there. Makai's almost 23 years old. You know, uh, Jalen Graham, 22 years old, going to be 23 soon. I mean, you got some older guys to put with those transfers. And to me, that's that's textbook for Coach Muss. I think that's why he, he does better with older guys, transfers. We'll always take an Anthony Black. We'll always take the McDonald's All-Americans. I think down the road it'll be interesting to see how many other high school guys coach takes i think he'd just rather take a 22 23 year old kid that's been somewhere for three or four years were you surprised uh, let me say this i was surprised jalen graham came back i saw at times yeah. the, the flashes and right. uh, offensive but defensively he looked lost at times and just i just thought he was one of those guys that would just want to go somewhere else he was the one that you kind of felt like would leave yeah. and for him to come back and i think the coaches did a good job you know, uh, you got to recruit your own players. And I do think Coach Musk could, could foreshadow and see that I don't have an abundance of as many bigs as I did last year, especially after Mikel left. And so you you needed some more size. And then, you know, hopefully Bay, you know, gets to, to, to get here. He was the, you know, he's the one guy that hadn't been here yet. Um, and so I do think size, it's not a major issue. When I was at practice, you got two guys that are hurt that are going to be back by August, September, that are out there, and they're both 6'10", 6'11". You know, so you, you know, so you got, with you know, Brazil still forming and coming back, still getting back to it. So, um, there's, there's still, there is size there. Makai was pretty good last year, and you put Brazil, who we missed from December eighth on, you put him out there. He's 6'10", 6'11". Bay Falls 6'11". Um, I do think it was good that the other day when he took another kid coming in. It's got a little bit of size. He's not a big scoring guy. Um, his brothers were really good at Memphis Lawson, but it'd be good to get get him here. And uh, you know, could he be like a Kamani Johnson? He's a little bit thinner. 
I don't know. He, he can. He tries to block shots. He's a pretty decent athlete. I don't think he moves side to side maybe as good as Kamani. Because Kamani could slide a little bit and move some. But possibly. I do think we'll miss a little bit of Kamani because he was a banger. And there was games Kamani didn't play. And then there was games Kamani was the hero, like mm-hmm. against San Diego State, a Final Four team. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I do know that they're battling. Those guys are battling right now because they know they're not. They didn't wake up and not know that he's probably going to play eight guys. And I do think that this year's eight will be just like last year's eight, where it'll be a changing eight. That eight's not going to happen in mm-hmm. November and stay. It's going to be more like the years. I, I, I don't think it's going to be like it was two years ago, where January 15th, Trey Wade moves in, and those eight stayed those eight the rest of the year, and everybody else was SOL. I think I think this year will be like last season, that those eight guys will be really about 10 or 11. And sometimes you'll be in the top eight, Kamani or, or Jalen last year, and uh, and sometimes you won't be in the top eight, and you'll you won't get to play. I mean, there was times Makai Mitchell didn't play. There was times he started and starred. There was times uh, Mikael started and starred and came off the bench. There was times he didn't hit the floor. There was times Jalen Graham scored 26 points. There was times he didn't hit the floor. I think you'll still see some of that. I think that that eight will be now L. Ellis and Devo and those guys will be in the top eight. They're going to be there. Uh, Trevin Brazil is going to be in that top eight. Makai Mitchell is going to be in that top eight. Uh, Battle is going to be in that top eight. Um, so the mother guys are going to have to battle. They're going to have to fight to, to make sure they get their spot. Joe's opinion, people like that. When you uh, – we get the calls all the time. They're like, well, why didn't so-and-so playing? You know, mm-hmm. he just started and then right. a couple games, and now he's not even seeing the court. Yeah. Is that practice? Is that what no, – or is it matchups? I think it's a little bit matchups. I think it's a little how they're playing. Um, I think it's coaches cut decisions sometime and what he thinks. Um I don't think it's they, they do you know they practice obviously but they don't there's not a ton of scrimmaging and that's generally where in practice you pass somebody or that's why sometimes it's hard to move up mm-hmm. because you're not doing a lot of scrimmaging you can still practice hard you can still get better you can still shine in drills you can shoot, still be the first one to get this drill done or that drill done but when when it's not as much scrimmage based um, I, I don't. I've never heard coach really say this guy's practicing a lot better. I'm moving him in over this guy, but I do think that's part of his gut feeling. He sees him in practice. He sees him making shots. He did that with Jackson Robinson two years ago. Yeah. He wasn't playing him. Jackson was playing well in practice, shooting well. Next thing you know, he started. Remember, he had about five or six game stretch. He yeah. started, and then he was back out of the rotation. I just think that's how Coach Must coaches the basketball team. There are going to be some guys in and out. Unless you're Devo, you're going to be in and out. Who you got tonight? Um, I was listening to you as I drove in from Fayetteville, and you were doing a good. You guys have a great show. And uh, I do like, I think it was maybe you said the morning guys had a an LSU or Florida, because or, I've been asking people that just as I talked to Florida, LSU, or I don't care. And up there in Fayetteville, there's a lot of I don't cares. But I'm kind of like you. I've got some family members that went to LSU because of vet school. They're Little Rock and North Little Rock people. And so I'll probably root for LSU, I think. Um, I don't I don't have a love for LSU by any stretch, and I sure don't have one for Florida. But it's been a good series. It's been very interesting. That game yesterday was an absolute beatdown. And then the day before LSU, I, I like some of those tougher old big guys that mm-hmm. LSU's got. I think it's going to be a battle. LSU's pitching, though, worries me. I think they're, I think they're, I don't know if they're going to have enough. If they can get something out of Skeens, they can, they have a chance to win. Florida, though, yesterday, Wes, they look like they popped too, and they look like a confident team, and they may just continue that today. Well, 
you think about those hitters. They've been at the College World Series with that wind howling in at their yeah. face. And it's, I've said it's like a golfer. You're on yeah. the tee box, and that wind's right in your face. Yeah. You don't swing the same way. Right. It messes with you. It messes with you. And it messes with the baseball guys. Yeah. And I'm going to ask Coach DeBrian about that, yeah. too. But yesterday, yeah. the wind was howling out. Going and they took 20, advantage of and it. They, and you just saw different hitters. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they, it was like they – and then they hit that first one. And there's a big weight lifted oh, yeah. off, the, off their back. And that and, grand slam was incredible. It oh, just kind of floated. He just popped it up. He just popped it up. Right it down was the incredible. line. Right okay. the only place it could have gone out. Yeah. you got to get out of here. I know hey, you got things to do. I wanted no, to ask uh, Coach. Thanks for having me on. Can I ask Coach yeah. Z a question real quick? Sure. What would you think of the uh, Arkansas guys getting drafted and where they got drafted to? Well, Christian, that's a good question. I thought it was a good draft. It was a great draft for Anthony Black. My goodness, if you go six, wow, second college player. Pitt, tremendous draft for him. His mom, Jennifer, great people, and it's a good place for him to go, Orlando. I thought it was a great draft for uh, Jordan Walsh. Um, I thought Jordan should come back, and he would have a chance to be a top 15, maybe a lottery guy, top 20 for sure. Um, but he stuck it out. He bet on himself, and he's going to a good place. Boston, he's going to make that team, so he made the right decision. Now, Ricky, I wish would have came back. He didn't get drafted. Good for him getting the two-way. I wish he was coming back with name, image, and likeness now. And then with Nick, you know, it was, it was, it was tough to see. I felt for him, but he landed. There's no pressure on him now. He can just get after it. Brandon Miller's going to have the pressure on him as the number two pick. He can go there. He don't have to be the star, and he can fit in in Charlotte. I wish he'd have gone before 27 as a young man that was projected at number three a year ago. So you hate to see that kind of drop, especially you hate to see that kind of drop when it's somebody you know and you see and you get to know during the course of the one one uh, year he was with us up there. So I hated it for him. But he's got a chance to make all that money back and more. If he has a great three years here, that contract will explode. And then this early money that he lost from being 27 instead of three won't matter as much. So I felt for Nick, but uh, he's going to be a good player. He's got an NBA-type game, and I think he'll do well for Charlotte. You think that's a, a, a plus that he's with Brandon Miller, someone that he knows, yeah. and they're such yes. good friends? Yes, they, they have a relationship. I think that's going to ease the burden on Nick. He's not the star. He came here with a lot of expectations. He came here like you've got to be the star. I had a guy ask me last summer if I thought Nick would be the greatest Razorback basketball time of all, player of all time, and I, Nick's a great player. But I looked and I said, I think Nick's going to be a one and done. He's like, yeah, what well, do you think he'll be the great? I said, well, if he's, we've had some great ones. And if you're going to be the greatest in one year, we kind of need to go 40 and 0. Yeah, there's and only one thing got, you can do. There's only one thing you can do. Win it all. Win it all. And so that, that, that's the kind of pressure Nick faced. And he's a great young man. He's a good good person. And so I'm anxious for him. But there was high expectations of, of him coming into Arkansas. So it is what it is. Coach, thank you. All right, guys. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Wes. Hey, play well. Always. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I don't burn up. <laughs> Drink water.